0: Doo, 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 doo. Good morning everybody and welcome to the highlight of human civilization. Or at least the highlight of human civilization that also includes coffee. If you'd like to take this experience to levels that no one has ever even imagined were possible, all you need is a cup or a, mug or a glass, attacker, chalice or stein a canteen jug or flask, a vessel of any kind. Fill it with your favorite liquid. I like coffee. Join me now for the Parallel Pleasure, the dopamine end of the day, the thing that makes everything better. It's called the Simultaneous Sip, and it happens now. Go. Ah. Well, if you're watching on YouTube, you might notice that there are no comments. I've disabled them because there are too many anti-Semites who I don't even think were organic, actually. I believe they were being sent to destroy our experience. Because they didn't—they didn't seem like actual real people, but we will not have to deal with them at the moment. If you were a member of the locals community, you would uh, have an option for comments, uh, but that's subscription only. All right, uh, let's talk about all the news. Um, you may—you may detect this kind of early on, but uh, I decided not to sleep last night. <laughs> Do you ever have that? Does that ever happen to you? you? You wake up and it's you know basically two hours after you went to sleep. And you think, you know what? I, I'm just not feeling sleep. Just not feeling it. So I just stayed up. So if I fall asleep sometime during this broadcast, you'll know why. It has nothing to do with you. It's not personal. Uh, here's the, uh, our first item I like to call backwards science. Backward science. Those are studies that seem to have the causation backwards. Don't know for sure, but it looks that way. So there's a recent study in the Public Library of Sciences. Um, It's a journal. And it suggested that for the Japanese men who are over 40, maintaining sexual interest might be linked to a longer life, although no, no connection was observed in women. Huh. Huh. So men over 40 in Japan who don't have interest in sex, they don't live as long. Hmm. What would be something that would cause you to be uninterested in sex? What what would cause that? Uh, Could it be that you're unhealthy? So here, here's a study that basically tells me unhealthy people don't live as long. That's right. Somebody, somebody actually probably got a grant to study if unhealthy people live as long as healthy people. I think that's what it says. Because um, let me give you a little, uh, a little mind-bender you can try at home. Ask yourself on any given moment how you feel. If you're a certain age, you've got aches and pains. you, know, you got a little, maybe a little congestion, and you know, maybe you got a cough you can't get rid of. You, got, you just got a bunch of stuff. And then suddenly you get incredibly aroused in some sexual situation. Do you notice that all your pain goes away? <laughs> Being aroused sexually is like the ultimate painkiller. It just makes all your problems go away simultaneously. Now, I have a theory, which I don't think is too crazy, that evolution has granted us with uh, the ability that if we're in a sexual situation, we just you know, get rid of all of our problems because it wants us to focus on reproduction. So I feel as though this is just a hypothesis that the more often you are aroused, the healthier you will be. So it might also be true that making yourself aroused if you weren't you know, in the mood might uh, bring some health benefits. Wouldn't surprise me. So this, this could be one that works either way. The healthy people have more se- interest in sex, but also if you spiked your interest in sex, I do suspect it would make you healthier because it would release all the the feel-good chemicals. Why wouldn't it? It would be more surprising if it didn't. All right, uh, Kamala Harris, there's a video of her. Uh, I don't believe it was a new video, so it didn't happen this week. But in the past, she had compared 9-11 to January 6th. Now, we're also going to talk about the accusations about Musk. For those of you who are following the news, and especially social media, does it feel as if we're, not we, but does it feel as if the bad guys are prepping to murder Musk and Trump? I feel like there's a narrative that's being created that they're actually traitors. And what's the penalty for a traitor? It's death. And it's very conscious and you can see all the usual suspects, you know, forming around the narrative. And honestly, to me, it looks like they're going to kill them. Like, actually, literally, it looks like they're planning to kill them. Now, I said before that, you know, that, that's the sort of thing that nobody could get away with if the public were informed and, you know, understood the news and stuff like that. But we are so far from that. We live in a world where half of the world would cheer if somebody got murdered on the other side. Half of the country would secretly say, ooh, good. That in a real, th- Really, I mean, half of the country would say that was good. So, yeah, I'm really worried about the, uh, the safety of both Trump and Musk at this point. Because what we've seen is there doesn't seem to be a limit to what the Democrats will do. I mean, they did run entire um, operations, ops, to put Trump in jail. That was real. (laughs) You know, the whole Russia collusion thing was just a big coordinated op by the Democrats. And the the reasonable uh, outcome of that could have been Trump being jailed or killed or something. So it does look like that's in play. Um, And when you see Kamala Harris, I mean, this was an older video, but the the intention is the same. Comparing January 6th to things that were actually attacks on the country is amazing. Now, I continue to use my technique, and others have adopted it, of instead of arguing with Democrats who don't have access to the news, and that's the problem with their opinion, They, they actually don't know what's happened, So they can't speak to any context because they don't see it. Their news sources only give them narrative. Now, that's true of all news sources. They're all narrative. But at least if you've surveyed both sides, you're likely to get some information that you wouldn't get from any one side. So uh, I just express sympathy for Democrats now, at least online, when they say things that are so uninformed that the only possibility is that their news sources are abusing them. So, to me, they look like victims at this point, just victims of news abuse. So, let's talk about some more stuff. Uh, let's see. Uh, so, California's got a little problem, and Gavin Newsom in particular, because he uh, at first said he was going to appoint a black woman to replace uh, Feinstein if she bowed out early. Um, but now hes he, he might have to back that up or back out of that. Because Adam Schiff wants to have that job. And as you know, Adam Schiff is one of their designated liars. So the Democrats need to have some designated liars in office because it it's, gives them some comfort. Because if you're a regular Democrat, you don't want to have to go on TV and say insanely ridiculous lies. You need Swalwell and Schiff to do that. You know, and you're Phil Bumps and, and that type of person. So they need, they need uh, shift to be in office. But uh, this was not well received by Representative Barbara Lee, who apparently wants that job and would be sort of an obvious, uh, an obvious one. If Newsom stuck to um, picking a qualified black woman, she'd be high on the list. But she's mad because it looks like he might go back on his uh, appointing a black woman promise. And he said, and she said, Representative uh, Lee said that um, this new plan is insulting to countless black women. So it's insulting to black women that Adam Schiff would be appointed. How how are the Democrats lasted as long as they have without being eaten to death on the inside? Don't you think every single decision that Democrats make? Goes to this meat grinder of of you're a you're a racist you're discriminating you're you're something how, how in the world has Gavin Newsom survived in that party? I mean he must have blackmailed somebody because he's the opposite of everything they want. So anyway, good luck there, um, Governor Newsom whatever you do is going to be a disaster. you got two disaster choices. Um, Rasmussen did a poll asking people about term limits. You would not be surprised that um, 70% or something wanted term limits. Um, but how likely do you think it is that Congress, which would have to make the decision, how likely is it that Congress would vote to uh, limit their own careers? So how many voters think that Congress would be dumb enough to get together by a big majority and vote away their own benefits, the benefit of staying in office and getting money. Wow, your guesses are very good, very good. It's 23%. 23%. I don't know how you guessed so well, but that was that was impressive. Most of you guessed 25, and that was within the margin of error. Within the margin of error. Um, here's a little... Uh, Interesting factoid. Do you remember after the uh, 2020 election was questioned and there were a number of lawsuits or legal actions taken, but some number of them were rejected by the courts because the people who were petitioning the court did not have legal standing? Now, I'm no lawyer, but legal standing generally means that you were injured or that you had some effect by the issue that you're trying to take to the court. You can't be just an observer. You have to be somebody affected by the thing you're taking to court. Otherwise, you would have no, as I would say, standing. Well, apparently that question, because there were was, was some things in the Fulton County that uh, were taken to the courts, and the court said, you do not have standing. And then the Supreme Court said, uh, can you explain to us why a voter doesn't have standing to find out if their vote was counted um, how does that make sense? The voters themselves were, of course, the victim class. So, of course, the voters can bring it forward because, of course, they're the ones who are saying they were victimized. Of course. <laughs> so, whatever that case was from back in 2020, it's live again. So, will it, uh, will it turn up any problems? Well, I don't know if it'll turn up any problems, but I know it was turned down for an illegitimate reason, according to the Supreme Court. So could we be looking at a Trump third act where some, some information comes to light that none of us were expecting? Just in time for the election? God, it just feels like everything is moving in that direction. I, I feel like the universe just... Absolutely wants this to happen, and again, I'll say I've seen no evidence of this alleged uh, election misdeeds. No evidence that I know is is uh, is uh, real. Uh, but as I've said many times, wouldn't it be a miracle if every institution in our country is corrupt and we know it, except for all those fifty elections in fifty different states? and each precinct within the states. Those are all good. But 100% of everything else that has that nature, it's important, and there are lots of people involved, and if they could cheat it, they would. Whenever that's true, there's always cheating. You just don't know if it's happened yet, but it's, it's guaranteed by the design. So that's the only thing we know for sure. Maybe we'll find out something interesting Here's the most surprising story, also about California, uh, that there was a unanimous agreement in the Assembly on a bill that would make child sex trafficking in California um, a more serious felony to keep repeat offenders in prison longer. 79 to 0 said yes to longer prison sentences for repeat pedos. Are you surprised by that? I'm totally surprised because I would expect in California that the the pedos would win in court every time, for whatever reason. Whatever reason, but uh, maybe maybe California is regaining some sanity or something. I don't know what's going on here. But um, well, we got that one right. Maybe it's a trend. Who knows? Well, as you know, Walter Isaacson, famous biographer, wrote the uh, biography of Musk, and there was uh, oh, there was one little oh, there was one little error in it. Yeah, there might be more, but one that we know of. It. just a small error, tiny error. Uh, the tiny error was that uh, he reported that Elon Musk refused to um, that he turned off the uh, the Skylink that would have been used for a Ukrainian attack on the uh, Russian naval facilities around Crimea. But it turns out that never happened. Instead, they were never turned on, and when the Ukrainians didn't know that they didn't have coverage, they thought they had coverage, so they started their attack, only to find out that it wouldn't work because they didn't have coverage, and when they asked Musk for coverage, and he realized that it was sort of a Pearl Harbor thing they were doing... That he didn't want to be part of starting World War III. Now, if you get this story wrong in the biography, as uh, Isaacson admits, he got wrong. So he says he got that wrong. Um, that tiny little mistake in the biography would be enough to put Musk in jail, <laughs> because apparently, you know, Elizabeth Warren and others. Uh, are believing the version that they probably heard first, which would make Musk look like a bad guy. But even when corrected, now knowing that it was never there in the first place and he didn't want to start World War III, they still have an issue because you know the facts are not too important. They're still going to make an issue out of it. So this little error, if it had never been mentioned in the biography, would never even be a story. And the Congress would certainly not be interested in acting on it. It just nobody would even know about it. But because it was reported incorrectly, even once it's corrected, it's it's still stuck in their heads. And they're still going to do something about it, even though they know the original story was wrong. And the corrected story, in my opinion, makes them just look like uh, a patriot or something. So they absolutely didn't care about the truth of it. It was just an opening. This is the sort of thing that makes it look like um, Musk and Trump are both just being targeted by every possible tool of the government, the weaponized government, and it's exactly what it looks like. It's exactly what it looks like. Two, Two people being targeted for political purposes. Do you know who else thinks Trump is being targeted for political purposes? Putin. Putin was just at some event where he was asked about things, and he, and he said that he thought Trump is being prosecuted for political reasons. Even Putin can see it. Now, of course, Putin would prefer, one assumes, Trump to be in office, because Trump would probably get things settled pretty quickly. And uh, even I think even Putin admits it, that he could get it settled pretty quickly. So we'll uh, keep an eye on that. But... Uh, I've been asked a number of times by people who wanted to write my biography. Do you know what I say? <laughs> to people who want to write my biography? No, I'd rather stay out of jail. Never let somebody write your biography. Never. And if they do, don't cooperate. Because if you cooperate, it's going to look like it's true. you got to say, no, this was some crook, I, you know, some grifter, I didn't even want to be participating in it, don't believe anything that grifter says. That's what you want. Because nobody's going to write a biography without putting in fake stuff. I don't think it even happens, really. It may not be intentional, but all news, all news about public figures is fake in important ways. Now, what could be more important than this? You know, this story about Musk and Skylink? That's about as important a story as you could have. And that was wrong. The most important story was just wrong. Well, you can see that the uh, Democrats have decided to make it a thing. The whole uh, Musk not not turning on the, uh, the sky, sky what is it called Skylink, Skylink, Starlink. What's it called Starlink? Yeah, I keep. Uh, of course, I'm. Confusing it with (laughs) a movie. All right. Um, So Jake Tapper um, was grilling uh, Anthony Anthony Blinken about whether this Musk stuff should be uh, addressed and there should be some penalty for it. So Jake Tapper's sort of pushing the idea that, uh, of course, Musk should be punished for it. There should be some punishment for not turning on the Skylink. Now, Blinken was not going to fall for it at all. Um, But then we saw, you know, MSNBC took the same tact, et cetera. So when you see CNN and MSNBC line up on the same narrative, almost certainly it came from some Democrat source. Or they just knew to do it because it's obvious. It's one of those two things. But it's coordinated in the sense that they all know what they're doing. And I don't think that they think it's news. I think that they know it's um, political. Um, but uh, I want to give you a tell for propaganda. If you watch uh, uh, Jake Tapper, he has, a, he has a physical tell for when he's pushing propaganda versus when he's doing the news. And uh, I want you to look for it because it's funny. When he's, when he's just telling you something that's true, he looks like I look now. He's just looking straight at the camera. And he says things that are true. There's a hurricane, you know. The budget got passed, that sort of thing. But when he goes into narrative, he tries to sell with his face and his body the real message, while the person is talking and you're forgetting what they're saying at the same time. So when he asked uh, Anthony Blinken whether Musk should be punished, and, and Blinken wasn't going to buy into that narrative, he was just going to say that Starlink is useful. Yeah. You, you watch uh, Jake, and his head starts to turn to the side like this. And then he takes on the impression, the physical a- a expression that is the real story. The real story is the disappointment in my face. And my, fa- my, my head is way over here when I listen to you. Mm, mm, disappointment in my face. So look for that. Uh, if if you look for any Jake Tapper interview, as soon as he starts with with the parts that are pure bullshit, you know the narrative part, his, his he can't keep his head stay, straight, it just goes over the side like that, so so look for that because it's kind of funny. All right, um, so uh, yeah, even Putin likes Trump. Here's a question for you, according to a little study. Uh, people were asked to look at chat GPT AI uh, versus human writing. And apparently the professional linguistics people who looked at the writing were largely unsuccessful in identifying AI versus human writing, with an overall positive identification rate of only 39%. So 60% of the time, they were wrong, and you know, they only got it right le- way less than half. But I would like to add this to it. It depends entirely what the form of the writing is. If they try, if AI tried to write humor, you could tell right away that it was either the worst human writer or AI. Um, what it's good at is boring things. So if you say, uh, AI, can you describe the separation of powers in the United States? You know, that would just be boring writing. It probably does that as well as any historian would do. But, yeah, if, it, if you asked it to write erotica or sarcasm or humor um, or even a review, probably, probably wouldn't even do, good on, do well on a uh, review of something. But anything that's more opinion-y, it's not going to come close. That's, that's my take. But for all the boring stuff, yeah, it'll do the boring stuff just fine. It'll look like a human. Because the human would have written a boring too. Um, so I saw Mike Cernovich's tweet that struck a chord. So he's been out and about and you know talking to people, and he's finding a, a pattern. He said, uh, I've yet to meet a person who had all of the facts but still hated Trump. I'm certain such a person exists... Uh, that's human diversity of thought. But man, within 30 seconds, every Trump opposer immediately tells you a hoax. <laughs> that's exactly my experience. I don't believe there's an anti-Trump person who is now operating under the belief that the hoaxes are real. Have, has anybody experienced it? I've never experienced somebody who knew the hoaxes were fake and also disliked them. I've never seen it. They all believe that the, you know, the, the mocking the disabled guy with the, the bad arm w- really happened. They think that he recommended injecting bleach. They think that actually happened. Yeah, They think the fine people hoax was real. The, the, whole, the whole thing. And, and they also still believe that he was actually guilty of Russian collusion. They actually believe that. They believe that whole process went through and showed that he was, in fact... Colluding with Russia, <laughs> the, the opposite of what happened. Yeah. So I wouldn't call it a mass hysteria. I mean, it's just it's proper brainwashing. Yeah, there's a hysteria that comes from believing that stuff, but the reason they believe it is not the hysteria. The reason they believe it is just brainwashing. And then the brainwashing leads to the hysteria. The hysteria does not cause the belief. The belief causes the hysteria. So get that right. Yeah, it's motivated reasoning. You're right. It's people who talk themselves into it, I think. All right. Um, You probably saw in the news that a bunch of activists occupied uh, Speaker McCarthy's office, uh, and they were demanding um, reauthorization of some act that they cared about. Doesn't matter to the story. But what was the difference between these people occupying McCarthy's office without permission and an insurrection, January 6th, wandering around the Capitol? Now, again, of course, we're not talking about the people who did violence. They were all bad. But it looks a lot the same, doesn't it? Yeah, the big difference is Democrats apparently can do it. Republicans cannot. And it's a pretty obvious double standard. Uh, Nancy Mace has been making the rounds this weekend and today on on the media outlets making some noise. She's always a lot of fun because she's very outspoken. Um, but she says that bribery is grounds for impeachment, and she has seen a whole bunch of uh, documents about the uh, Biden's financial transactions that the public has not seen. And she's seen enough that we have not seen that she thinks a an impeachment inquiry is warranted. So then Caitlin uh, Collins was Caitlin, What's her last name on CNN? Caitlin Collins. Yeah, because they they have a, a Stefan He's not related. No, she's not related, right? All right, so uh, Caitlin Collins. Um, <laughs> uh, she, was, uh, she was not too interested in what Nancy Mace saw. Imagine Nancy Mace comes on your show, it's just the two of you in an interview, and she says, I have personally seen all this you know, sketchy financial stuff that the public has not seen, CNN has not seen, and it looks totally like there's a bribery going on, and we should, you know get more bank records and find out. And as Glenn Greenwald pointed out, he used a, uh, a statement that I love. Um, he said, uh, "The media generally seem aggressively uninterested in knowing more about Biden's financial transactions regarding Ukraine." And I thought that was just—that is exactly what we see. They are aggressively uninterested. Remember, I've been yakking about the fact that the firing of Shokin—you know—they claimed they had all this international support, but still, nobody's looking into finding even one name of one person who supported it, just one, like with a real name. (laughs) That now that is aggressively uninterested. You can't get more uninterested in a story than not even asking the people who are named as the main sources whether it's true. That, that's aggressively uninterested. So Greenwald is right on it. Um, when I tweeted the the story about um, Gavin Newsom is trying to figure out whether he wants to support Adam Schiff or you know Barbara Lee for that position as senator. Uh, I cheekily tweeted it and said, it's hard to tell who the worst person in this story is. Is it Newsom for making the promise and then changing his mind or even considering that race would be the main requirement? Or is it Barbara Lee who says all black women are going to be offended because it's about race? Or is it Adam Schiff who's the worst person in the world typically? And and Greenwald actually replied to me. And he goes, it's always Adam Schiff. (laughs) It's just always Adam Schiff. If you're asking who's the worst person in the story and Adam Schiff is in the story, it's Adam Schiff. <laughs> as soon as he said that, I thought, yeah, that's, that's about right. It's always Adam Schiff. All right, so there's a story where Joe Biden apparently is going to release $6 billion of Iran's money so that they'll have access to it. Um, in return for... Uh, getting back five hostages. And Trump is basically saying that's the worst idea in the world because he got hostages back without giving any money. But if you, if you allow them to blackmail you to get your hostages back, do you suspect there might be more hostages in the future? Do you, do you suspect he's creating a big old incentive system for more hostage-taking, which Trump is accurately calling out as batshit crazy? Yes. Uh, Have you noticed the uh, correlation, the pattern? That Democrats really, really like things that obviously create the wrong incentive. But it sounds good when you first say it. You know, it's things that sound good at the moment, but clearly, you know, it sounds good to get your hostages back. Hey, that sounds good. But they're not really thinking this through. (laughs) Not not thinking it through at all. Yeah. As soon as you make the business model work of kidnapping gets you money, that's what Biden did. He just made the he made their business model successful. Of course there will be more. Maybe not from Iran, but of course there will be more because they saw it work. Yeah, that's like a zero dimension chess he's playing right there. Uh, well, there's a report that China has got a big shakeup in their military- industrial arena. So there are, let's see one, two, three, four major uh, heads, you know chairman types of uh, big military- industrial businesses. and I guess they're being purged presumably for corruption. I don't know what else it would be. But um, when you see this, It doesn't make me think that China's ready for war. I believe that China will not attack Taiwan, um, at least until the election. So there's no way they're going to do it before the election. And here's why. Because there are at least two candidates who would go hard on them. But possibly, if they get somebody who's a president of the United States who's sort of soft on Taiwan... You know, they might have a, a different situation. But you know, as long as you've got uh, Vivek in the race, and he's saying that you know, it's a red line you know, until we get our chips up and working in this country, it would only make sense for China to wait. Because if there's one prominent person saying, hey, we're going to be serious about protecting Taiwan um, until we get our chips, and then we'll reassess, it would be crazy for China to move militarily when they could just wait seven years or whatever it takes to get our chips back and then, you know, make a stronger push. Yeah, China's got a lot of patience. It is a strategic asset. That is correct. All right, so maybe China's fallen apart in 10 different ways. Their demographics are bad and their their real estate situation is imploding and their... Manufacturing is being moved out, and it's full of corruption. And there are too many men compared to women. And uh, but probably they'll be fine. She lived in a farm in the Midwest for a year. Is that true? President, she lived in the United States for a year. That's really true. Not here. Oh, not here. In Iowa. But not a year. Well, that's interesting. Huh. You'd think he would speak better English. But I don't think he tries, does he? Oh, he can? He just doesn't do it in private. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, well, that's all that's going on today. I got up early and still came up short because (laughs) the news is very interesting. Have you heard anything from the Apple announcement yet? Is anybody double-screening to find out if anything got announced? Um, I will tell you my current situation. I sold... um, Oh, Apple's Pacific Time and I'm on East. Okay, I got the time zones wrong. Sounds like... Oh, that's funny. I always have it backwards, but Apple's on my time. All right, so... Here's what I expect. I think Apple has you know, trouble in the long term. I sold my Apple stock, so full disclosure, I don't own Apple stock at the moment, except in, in an index fund. Um, so I guess I own a lot of it, because it's a big part of the index fund. But I've got a feeling the phones are going to be underwhelming. Uh, but are these the phones that go to the USB-C, different charger device? I feel like I might get one just for the better charger device. Not better, but just so I could have one type. So right now I've got too many types of chargers. And going to a single charger for all of my devices would be such a big improvement to my life that I might want to spend you know the cost of a phone just for that. So that's, that's a bullish thought. A lot of people are going to say the same thing. Um, here's a product that I think Apple should make because it is so Apple. They should make an iPad that's optimized for podcasts, meaning producing them. So right now the back camera is better than the forward camera, right, on an iPad? I'm right about that, right? So ideally, you'd want the back camera so you can see yourself like I am right now. You'd want the back camera to be at least as good for podcasting. But you would also want some software that would allow you to broadcast to you know, all the platforms at the same time. So I would love to see Apple make an iPad that's the ultimate podcaster's tool. So, now, there wouldn't, maybe there wouldn't be that many sales of it, but I feel like everybody's going to be a podcaster eventually, you know, even if it's just calling to friends. Adam Curry has a good s- setup. SCSI interface. All right. Uh, they can market it for narcissists. All right, the majority of pictures taken on mobile are selfies. Yeah, exactly. How, how many, if you looked at most of your pictures on your phone, how many of them are back camera versus fore camera? It's mostly back camera, right? Yeah. Yeah, and pictures of your dogs. Even when I take a picture of my dog, it's usually a selfie with a dog. <laughs> Yeah, yours are all non-selfies. All right. Well, that's my predict- my suggestion for Apple. Give me a, give me a podcasters device. Um, Isaacson was training. What's that mean? Training. All right, so I don't have much else to say today. I'm going to go do some other stuff. Thanks for joining. Unless you have some questions. Anybody have any questions? Any stories I missed? Well, it, all the stories are just bad behavior by the, the government. It's like every story is just that. Bad behavior by the government. Apple stock is dropping. Well, we'll see. I don't know if that's true. Somebody just said it in the comments. All right. That's all for now. Thanks for joining X platform. Bye for now. And YouTube, thanks for stopping by. See you tomorrow.